0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: I'm just glad we got a little lemmy on one of our opens. A little imaging with some lemmy. sure I got a... We're coming to you live from the and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They understand it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rockin' Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free... Hotline is 855 CBS. It's brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. Have I been hot enough lately uh, with the betting for you on com? If you haven't signed up, you're missing the boat. How about last night? 81% of my bets hit 25 and 6 overall. I hit everything, the Raiders to win and getting one and a half, seven and one in the NBA, five and one in college basketball, three and one in college football, eight and three in the NHL. I did it again tonight in the NBA. I smoked it 70% last week in the NFL. I've already hit the Raiders, as I said, uh, Thursday nighter both ways. I hit five of my top six plays. I went five zero oh, and one in the top six plays, nine, four and one in spreads. It was my fifth week in the 70 percentile bracket. In uh, nine weeks in the NFL, five of them in the 70s. You got to be kidding me. And college football, I haven't had one week that hasn't been in it. at least the 60s. 66% last week. Hit my top five, play six of my top seven. Sign up for a on a Bench.com. Hide the money from your wife. Mark in Toronto, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Scotty, what's going down? Yo, what what's up, up, kid? Yeah, you know, it's going on a round of drinks for Mafia and uh, Cover Hyde, and I talked to a, a fellow Bills fan. Come Sweet, on, you there you go. We're pouring drinks. Mafia's got it you all gotta going. Do. You got to give me one of them. Now, a couple of things: uh, the Bills with Allen not running, uh, like Lamar Jackson does. Come on, they have a, a solid chance in the wild card to get you know, to where they're going. Secondly, you gave some love to uh, John Gruden, who at the beginning of the season you were doubtful of. That much I respect, and I really like that. They show up every game, and they're putting it down. They're throwing it down. Yeah, there's no doubt, and I've, I've said that multiple times now, that uh, he's mm-hmm. done a great job. I said last night he's earned his $10 million already. Uh, the fact that they're 5-4 and four is stunning. Uh, because I don't frankly think they have much on that team in terms of, you know, sheer talent, uh, you know, stars or anything like that. I think they got some young talent. Renfro and Jacobs have, have looked good uh, for the most part. And the bottom line is is that um, they are in every single game they play. I'll give you that. And the Bills, uh, I think the, the only thing that they they can get in the way of them making the playoffs is themselves, really. I mean, the bottom line is they're – they're in the driver's seat right now, and uh, the you know the problem is is that they got the second half they got to deal with. So if they don't implode, they should make it. I mean that's the bottom line. Carver High, that's your team. I mean you already know what you got to do. If you go six and two again, you're automatic. Uh, you got a second half you got to deal with starting this week.
2: I think all they really need to do is go four and four. I think the ten wins gets you in in the AFC this year. Yeah, uh, with the way that it's shaking out right now look I think that this is a situation on Sunday where these guys have heard the talk okay Sean McDermott the team they've heard the talk they get asked about it every week you know everybody says you guys haven't beaten anybody now I'm not saying that the browns are you know the Patriots here but they're a two and a half three point underdog and they're a six and two team going to play a two and six team those guys have got to be looking at each other and going man nobody nobody believes in us huh Let's go out there and show them. That's that, unbelievable. That, that's, it know. really
1: is unbelievable that they're uh, they're underdogs against that crappy team.
2: Right. Well, you know, you know the hype. The hype, even though they're two and six, you know, the hype train just keeps on rolling. You know, that, that's I, I, well, that, that's I think, what it is.
1: I think it's because they're in Cleveland.
2: Well, that's a big part of it too. The Browns
1: should be favored in that game by one at least.
2: Oh, it's around. I mean, the uh, Bills. The Bills should be. Oh, the Bills should be favored. They're six and two. I I like that They're not because I think that it it sparks them a little bit here on Sunday. They're going to go Washington going hizzy. Gotta have it here.
1: Fifty yard run after Oregon State got back in a game with a pick six, and now they just gave it all back with their crappy defense. So uh, they should be favored. The Bills on a row, but they're not but I don't think they can uh, hang their hat on that nonsense, who's favored, who isn't. They need to just go in there and beat them.
2: Well, right. They just have to take care of business, uh, and their defense is good enough Where Now they've been bad against the run the last few weeks, so they need to stop Chubb on, on uh, Sunday, and if they can, force Mayfield to throw like everybody else has this year, and it's been a problem. The Bills' pass D is excellent. You can't really throw on the Bills. Bills' pass D has been outstanding. Where they have been hit the last couple of weeks, especially in the Eagle game and in the first half against the Skins last week, was running the ball up the middle at the Bills' defensive line, which has been a little banged up. So, But you try throwing on them, it's a problem. You need to run the ball against that Bill D to have any success. And th- you need to force Baker Mayfield to throw the football. And they're going to try to do the same thing to Josh Allen. Everybody tries to do it every week. So they're going to try to do the same thing to the Bills. They're going to try to stop the Bills' run but i think the browns are like 30th in the league against defense how about these, against the run how
1: about these people that think the uh, browns are uh, are going to still make the playoffs
2: well yeah because the afc is so weak they think that they could run it off starting this week against well, the bills they're going to so, run the tables oh well, you know even if they go what uh, 7 they nine wins could happen there's no so. way I don't think they're going to do it. Oh, they are staring 6-10 and 10 in the face right now. Yeah, Maybe there's worse.
1: no way. I, I don't want to hear it. It's such a joke. This is such a joke. I mean, like, how can you carry that wine around the entire season that the Browns are still doing something in the NFL? I mean, from day one, they, they you know, they were going to the Super Bowl.
2: I think you need to get to 500 before you, you could even talk about getting back in the playoffs. I think it just
1: goes to show you how stupid – uh, really, at the end of the day, the national media really is—they really are a bunch of stupid idiots. Because everybody and their brother had the Browns going to the Super Bowl, did they not? I mean, they were the flavor of the day, and everybody bought in. And every every single national, local—they all they all bought in. I didn't. I said they suck from day one, and I'm not even saying I'm right about anything. I, I'm I'm not even acting like I'm anybody that matters at all. I just have never believed in them. Ever. Because they've been losing forever. That's all they do is lose. So don't get me started on uh the Browns. Did I is there anything else, Mark, that I'm missing here that you wanted to say? You gotta give me a say, Oh shit, There you go. Adam in California. Yo, Pharrell, you're a legend, baby. Hey dude, what's happening? So I was calling about the same game. That that's a janky
0: spread, but It reminded me of this game. You probably remember this. Three, four years ago, Pittsburgh went into the Jets. The Jets were having a normal crappy Jets year. Pittsburgh was
1: having a normal, pretty solid Roethlisberger year. And they were only favored by three, and they lost. And it was like it was one of those spreads where you're like, how are they only favored by three? And when I saw this spread, I'm like, that's scary as hell. And then I found out that Kareem Hunt
3: is playing. Is Kareem Hunt going to come and punch this spread in the face? Well, that he he
1: hasn't played once in a year and, and whatever, and maybe longer. All I know is, like, we were talking to Jamie Eisenberg tonight. He said he thought he'd get 12 touches. If that guy carries more than 15 times, I'd be shocked because he just has no game uh, on his tires at all. I mean, he's just not done anything. So uh, I, I don't believe in that, that he's going to, like, steal the day. Now, I would give you, uh, like, look – I'll grant you that wish. I think that there is a chance that obviously that's one of those plays on the board on Sunday that looks too obvious to uh, ignore, that you would bet on the Bills to win that game. I think most sharps and most bettors are on the Bills, and I think that it could very well, uh, I'm being honest, it could go Cleveland. They could win the game outright and beat them, and, and, you know, Because everybody thinks they got everything figured out in the NFL every single week. All these, you know, geniuses and fans and writers and broadcasters and, and, you know, radio people, TV people, women, children, dogs, cats. They all think they know everything. And the bottom line is, is that it is a sucker play for sure. There's something fishy about it. I don't think the Browns should be favored in any football game this year. Meanwhile, they're, you know, favored by, right, two and a half, right? So, uh, you know. I I could see him beating the Bills. I really could, and uh, now I won't deny I bet on the Bills. So uh, you know we'll see what happens. Any anything could happen. Like every single game in the NFL, I truly believe this. You have no clue what's going to happen in any game at all. Even if you think you have the end, like you know these people say, "Oh, I had them all along." Yeah, but you didn't know how the game was going to play out, did you? Yeah, everybody says, "Oh, I had them all week. It was automatic." You know, ever you hear all these guys saying this stuff to you at the gym or wherever. And the bottom line is, nobody knows how any NFL game is going to be played out. It's an absolute crapshoot. You have no idea what's going to happen. You have no idea what plays are going to make the difference. You have no idea what turnovers are going to make the difference. You have no idea what... You know, the home team's going to do, the road team's going to do, the calls that are going to be made. Uh, I do know one thing, you know, when these games start out and a team goes up 7, 10, 14, you think the game's in the bag, and the next thing you know, they lose, right? So everything that happens early means nothing. It means nothing in these games because one minute you got it all going, you're winning by 20, the next minute you're in overtime losing, right? It's just the craziest thing ever. The NFL, why do you think so many people love it for betting? Because it's absolute chaos every single week. It does not matter what every game, it seems like to me, every game comes down to the final two minutes, final minute, final possession, final snap, final play. You can never count anything out from happening. Anything is possible. Anything is feasible. And it is crazy. It's absolute craziness. And I... You know, I watch the red zone. I love it. I like watching all the games. And uh, I always know one thing. I I never get too excited about anything that happens in the NFL because it changes so quickly from uh, minute to minute and quarter to quarter. And those fourth quarters turn into, you know, all hell breaks loose, right? It just is automatic. It's just inevitable that it's going to be that way. 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. Our final hour. Do you want to talk about NFL games, injuries, whatever, college football games, NBA this weekend, NHL? What is it? Where do you hurt? Call the show. Get benched. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4CBS. It's 4227. Uh, A couple things. The podcast of this show is very popular. Uh, it comes out after the show and the next day in the morning. So tonight, late night after the show, we put it out on Twitter at Scott Pharrell at On The Bench CBS. And then uh, we put it on Facebook.com slash On The Bench. And then the next morning, same thing. So you get the podcast automatic after every show and the following day. So check it out. And then uh, all these people complain all the time. Pharrell, you're not on tonight. There's a game on. Pharrell, they got football on. Pharrell, they got basketball. Pharrell, they got hockey on. Pharrell, they got college. Pharrell, you're not on, blah, blah, blah. So here's the deal. We're on always. All you have to do is simple. Listen clearly and carefully. We're on radio.com, the app. Just favorite CBS Sports Radio. Boom, problem solved. All four hours, no questions asked. Also, the CBS Sports app Free. Download it. Boom. We're on there every night. Four hours. No questions asked. C. Sirius XM app. Automatic. Every night. We're on it. Count on it. Boom. D. Ask Alexa. Play CBS Sports Radio. Boom. Done. Period. All four of them have all four hours. What's the problem? Is it really that hard to get the apps and just have it and never have to worry about all the preemptions and all the BS? Just do it. What is the problem, bro? God. There you go. Pat Mahomes will start this Sunday. I think that was inevitable. Dan Quinn declares Matt Ryan ready to go. I love the uh, Falcons' attitude. The second half of the season is a whole new season. Thank God, because the first half was a lobotomy. The Steelers add Juju Smith-Schuster to the injury report. List him as questionable with a... uh, problem it's a toe injury little toe jam action and then uh they also uh have other stuff ramon foster a concussion benny snell a knee james connor a shoulder i have to say connor uh he really does get injured a lot you know you can say whatever you want about him he's a you know they love him they think he's fantastic i think he's always injured that's what i think no mercy sweep the leg i mean the guy never plays right So he misses a lot of games. Ravens list Lamar Jackson as questionable. He sat out with an illness yesterday at at practice. That doesn't sound too troubling. He should be all right, Ro. Uh, Marquise Brown an ankle, a thigh. Earl Thomas a knee. I heard he's going to go. Ronnie Staley a knee. Yanda an illness. Chris Moore. He did the show for me last Friday. He's got a thumb. I didn't know he played for the Ravens in his spare time. Olivier Vernon ruled out for the Browns. He's got... um,
2: Another guy who never plays.
1: Yeah, he's dealing with a knee injury. Does it really matter who plays for the Browns? The Lions and Bears uh, injury report, uh, none of it is that dramatic, is it? I'm just looking at, at, at if anybody... Matt Stafford's on there with a hip and a back. That's a problem. Danny Amendola's on it with a hand. Darius Slay, a hammy. Snacks has a groin and, a, um, I guess, other injuries. So, uh, there you go. A lot of injuries. The Vikings visit the Cowboys with running backs Dalvin Cook and Zeke Elliott in the spotlight. Who do you think's going to have a better game there, Uh Of the running backs, and who do you think wins that game in Dallas? Isn't that the Sunday nighter?
2: It is the Sunday nighter. I like the Cowboys in that game. That's a decent game, don't you think? It is. It's not a great slate this Sunday, to be fair. Not a lot of great games. No? I don't believe so. But um, the Sunday night game is pretty decent. Let's see. Lions, Bears, Ravens, Bengals. How rare is it that the best game of the whole entire weekend is the Monday night game? That is as rare as it gets. Right. It is. Monday night, they actually have a good game. On Really, the best game of the weekend is Monday night. I
1: think the Bills-Browns game will be good. Chiefs-Titans, Falcons-Saints, I actually think that'll be a good game. I think this uh, everyone thinks that's automatic, done deal. I bet the Falcons show up for that one. What do you think?
2: Yeah, they're coming off the bye. They've had some time to rest. They usually play the Saints very tight, always close games. I believe they play this week, and then they play again in a couple weeks, Thanksgiving night.
1: There you go. Uh, So that'll be a nice uh, precursor. Giants, Jets. (laughs) Cardinals, Bucks in uh, Tampa. (laughs) Dolphins, Colts. That could end up being a good game the way the uh, Dolphins have been playing lately. Colts will probably take them lightly. Maybe. Panthers, Packers. You like that game? That's a decent game. Didn't the Panthers go out to San Francisco and lay an egg? Big time. You think they'll lay an egg at Lambeau?
2: Packers coming off that bad loss to the Chargers last week.
1: What about Rams-Steelers? Is that a decent game for you, four and a quarter? I think the Rams are going to whack the Steelers. Whack. Going to the gonna whack them. Yeah. Going to whack them. Yeah. Vikings, Cowboys, Seahawks, Niners. And then your buys, Broncos, Pats, Eagles, Redskins, Jaguars, Texans. It's great news that the Broncos, Redskins will not be playing this week, so we don't have to watch them. They're so awful, both of them. Mafia, do you think your Jets are going to beat the Giants or don't have much confidence there? They got a shot. I mean, both of them. They are... got a shot.
3: That game's completely up for grabs for both teams. That, you know, they have good running backs on both sides. Saquon's had a little more success because the Jets just don't give the ball to Bell. But you have struggling quarterbacks who are young and turn the ball over too much. Defenses that give up you know, huge chunks of yards to everybody. So they're very similar on both sides of the ball. I think it's just who's going to show up a little bit better. Who's gonna suck a little less on Sunday? Three and out?
1: fourteen combined. These two teams. It's ugly. It really is unbelievable. You know, you know how the season starts. They always write about you know the training camp and the teams and the positive outlook. The season is gonna be incredible. Daniel Jones. When is he gonna play? Sam Darnold's gonna be sorry. so much better. Gonna lead the Jets to the promised land, and they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. And then the reality sets in and the season it the same thing happens every year they both suck it really is unbelievable blake in calgary for alberta Scotty you I tell you it's just great to touch base with you man I tell you I, uh, I we get preempted here locally for your show due to hockey hockey and more hockey and right. I know you're a penguin fan and you dig the you know the, the NHL but honestly right. like we just put up with after after-game phone-in shows. But I just got to say, man, or I got to ask the question, Russell Wilson, MVP at this stage in the this, in this season, because we're big on the Pacific Northwest up here, Seahawk uh, kind of uh, base here in Calgary. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, you know, uh, I like him. I, I think he's uh, the MVP without a doubt. I, you know, I think uh, everybody's talking about all these other guys, you know, uh, Watson and whatever. And, uh, look, I think he's um, – I think he's been the most exciting. I've said for weeks that he's been the most exciting player. What he's doing with Seattle with no talent really around him. I mean, Lockett's not that bad, but, you know, he's good. But, uh, I don't, you know, I don't think they have a ton. He lost his tight end. Now they got some other backup tight end plan. The guy just wins, and he throws uh, spectacular uh, roots, and he just connects, and he wins, and he gets it done, and he doesn't turn it over. He's got one pick the entire season, which was ugly, that pick six. But he has been fantastic. Touchdown to interception ratio is a joke. Uh, He's made the the Seahawks very relevant. He's got them in, uh, you know, playoff position. And they're going into this game. Uh, The Niners are undefeated, and I'm sure everybody thinks they're automatic. But whenever you play Russell Wilson, nothing's automatic. What's automatic is that he's going to give you problems because you're going to have to deal with him for 60 minutes. He's no joke. And he just continues to amaze and come through in the clutch, and he's just a... High-end performer. The guy's incredible. I think he's the MVP without a doubt. I mean, I think some other people could drum up, you know, excitement for other people and votes for other players and this and that. But you can't even argue what the guy's doing is phenomenal in Seattle. They're a good team. We'll see how they do here. This is a huge game for them. And, obviously, uh, they're 7-2, and and they're 4-0 on the road. So the Niners haven't lost a game. So something's got to give. I'm a little surprised, uh, to be honest with you, the
2: number's so high.
1: at six and a half, Carver I
2: Love the Seahawks on Monday night. Love them. I think
1: they have a shot. I don't know about I, love them. I think
2: they're win the game outright. Oh, they're
1: going to beat them outright. I do believe so. That'll be huge.
2: You're listening to Pharrell
1: on the bench. So, yeah, I think that uh, that Niner uh, Seahawk game Monday night should be awesome. We'll be here for that. 10 o'clock Eastern, we'll be live, so the game will be uh, underway and everything. So the Washington game is 19-7. Huskies are going to win this game. There's five and a half to go. They have the ball, and they're doing whatever they want against the Beavers. The Beavers only made one play the whole night, the pick six. That was it. They couldn't do anything on offense against Washington. They couldn't even score. So they scored uh, a pick six. That was it. I'm seeing the Wilder commercial now for the Ortiz fight, King Kong against Wilder uh, for the second time. It's Wilder-Ortiz 2 on November 23rd at the Grand Garden Arena at the MGM. We'll be there live doing the show on Thursday and Friday, the 21st and 22nd from the MGM. Make sure you tune in as we go back to Sin City for another PBC on Fox pay-per-view from Vegas. So, looking forward to that. They've already started making those plans today. There was travel plans made today, Mafia. Mafia is very excited to go back to Vegas and uh, gamble heavily. We'll see what happens. Should be a good uh, scene out there, as usual. Anyway, the Warriors are strongly refuting that uh, Steph Curry will miss the rest of the season story. There's been, as I said uh, earlier, there's stories that are saying he's done for the year. I don't, I just don't believe that. I don't see how you can break your hand and then miss the whole season. I mean, seriously, it's a six-month season, and he's going to be out three months. I don't understand. What's he going to do for the other three months, pick his nose? Why would you not play him? Like, you got to be kidding me. Cause, let me guess, because Steph's not happy with the team. He's not happy with the, that all of the players are gone and injured and... Thompson and Green and, and KD left him so he, he can't, you know, have it his way like Burger King? He can't, he, he can't be on a winner so he doesn't want to play ball now, wants to take his ball and go home? Is that what it is? Because it sure seems that way to me, doesn't it? I don't understand that at all. You, you break your hand, you wear the cast, you get it off, you go to PT for four weeks, you go play ball. What's the problem? Seriously. You see Rick Bettino was hired as Greece's national team coach? Going to try to make the Olympics with Greece. How the mighty have fallen, right? After that guy got busted at uh, Louisville for the second time for the, uh, how should I put it, recruiting scandals and parties, right? That's what it was. It was recruiting uh, stripper parties and, right? These drugs, blow, whatever else. Carver, I did you lose your uh, mic cover there? I saw that fly off. Fly off the handle?
2: Well, nothing works here, so. All right. That's true. You got to remember, he didn't know anything about those parties. <laughs> so just don't, you know, that's don't, not, that's not don't, very don't fair to him. Don't wrap him in there. You know, he, he didn't know anything about those, you know, the parties that the recruits were having or. What about the
1: Italian restaurant? He didn't he, know he, about I that I think he either. knows
2: something about that considering he was a central figure. His wife knows what something on, about it. <laughs> what went on at the Italian restaurant? He knows all about that.
1: So how do you think he will do with Greece?
2: Who cares?
1: Yeah. Uh the Braves uh third baseman Josh Donaldson interests in the Rangers. Uh I guess they want him, uh but I, well, who else did I see Phillies interested in him? I believe so. He can rake when he's healthy, right? Is it true that uh the Reds are interested in our boy Didi, Sir Didi?
2: Didi will be a good pickup for anybody.
1: Would you rather have him or Gardner? Because you need Gardner because you got no Hicks.
2: Man, I really don't want to bring Gardner. You don't even want
1: Gardner back. No. But that's what they're doing.
2: I think that's a bit. How about mistake. everyone
1: that bit into that David Cohn story around here? And then they hired some nobody?
2: Yeah, they hired a heavy analytics guy who was coaching high school baseball a couple of years ago.
1: Congratulations. Nice move. They might as well have stayed. I saw Larry Rod. The guy's name's Matt Blake They got the job.
2: He's been with the Indian organization, high school, did some high school stuff. Big analytics guy.
1: I don't know. You know, pitching coordinator of the Indians. I don't even know what's going on there. The Padres hire Larry Rothschild to be their new pitching coach. He'll love it there. Not the losing, but the weather's fantastic. I tried to get the uh, Padres managerial gig, it didn't turn out very well for me, but I wanted the job. What happened to Nathan McKinnon, uh, Carver High? Is he okay? Suffered an injury? Upper, yes. b- upper body injury? Day to day. It's day to day.
2: Aren't we all? I guess.
1: Uh, so what's the deal? The 2020 Global Series has been announced in the NHL. The Bruins and Predators will play in Prague. And the Blue Jackets and Avs will play in Finland. Very exciting. Next year. Habib Nurmagomedov says that Conor McGregor needs 10 wins in a row to earn a rematch with him. Good luck with that. 10 wins. I got to tell you. He wouldn't fight 10 fights in 20 years. No,
2: but not only that. Like, I I get the premise of what this guy's trying to say. Like, you know, I beat his ass. um, But, like, I think 10's a, a bit of a stretch, all right? You know, he didn't fall down the entire... I guess they do rankings, right, Mafia? They do rankings. It's not like because he lost to him in a title fight, he went from 1 to uh, 15, okay? The guy still, am I right or wrong about this, Mafia, is one of the five best fighters in that division, yes or no? Yes. So, I mean, calm down, dude, all right? If McGregor does go out and he's going to get a tomato can, the first one out, he'll he'll beat whoever he faces, and let's say he wins another fight after that, guess what? Uh, He probably is going to be lined up to face you, yes or no?
3: Yeah, if he wins two in a row, he's duffy. I mean, they might give him after one, depending on how the other things in division shake out. He should have to fight at least two. Because they have nobody but, else. Well, because they want to make the most money. You put his big mouth out there, and that's going to bring in the people. And, and the how watch. about
1: this? How about their crappy event they got going on this weekend? Do you think they have enough events? They had a great one last week in New York, and then they had to come back and have another one this week that not one person on the face of the earth is going to watch?
3: Yeah, this was supposed to be the one where uh, Volkov was fighting Dos Santos, and Dos Santos went to the hospital, so it just fell apart. Wow!
2: Well, and one more on this, dude,
3: Nurmagomedov.
2: I saw this today too, along with he the, won't with fight the in Vegas.
3: He's not gonna he he refuses to fight in Vegas
2: until they apologize to him. Then why'd you jump out of the ring and, and tackle every the people in the crowd? It's okay, it, but it's Las Vegas. But, but it's their fault. fault that he acted like a moron he's after, after in, he beat he he McGregor's turned. ass. He goes and jumps out of the out of the octagon and lands in the crowd and starts throwing haymakers at guys. Yeah, he's turning
1: into a primate. that's Madonna, his too. fault.
2: So, you know what? He doesn't see it Enough. that way
1: though. He blames Las Vegas. What does Las Vegas have to do with it? Gets with serious.
2: I mean serious. So what happened to him? he's mad is
1: cuz they fined him.
2: Well, yeah, they took money and they and they suspended him whatever the right, deal so was. That's what he's mad
1: about. He's well, not I'm mad good. at the people of Las Vegas. He's mad at the, no, the commission. But
2: he's I don't want to fight there now. Now he, it's he I don't want to fight in Las
1: Vegas. He wants to fight in New York.
2: Enough. Just seriously.
1: Uh, I see here the 2020 NBA mock draft. The Knicks would get the number one pick and take Cole Anthony from North Carolina, the freshman. That's Greg Anthony's son, who lit it up for 34 the other night. Anthony Edwards of Georgia would go number two. LaMelo Ball uh, would go number three. James Wiseman, number four. You heard tonight he was going number one, right? But not by me. Uh, Tyrese Maxey of Kentucky would go number five. Can you believe that? I mean, these names. How about these guys now? You play one year and that's it. You're going pro. That's it. Like, college is the biggest waste of time ever. Isn't it? What a joke it is. It's like, and you know what's even funnier? They're like, student athletes, my ass, student athletes, they are not there to get an education at all. Zero, like not even one second of, of an education. What are you talking about, education? College basketball players are there for one reason and one reason only. Actually, two. One, play basketball. Two, get leg. Right? I mean, honestly, what else are they there for? You're telling me they're there to go to class?
3: <laughs> and even if they go to class, your freshman year is a bunch of BS classes that aren't going to go anywhere near your degree. It's like the most basic class you take, so it's not like it's really making them any better.
1: It is absolutely
3: pathetic,
1: is what it is. They're talking about guys outperforming their draft positions already. Kai Bowman of the Warriors. Brandon Clark of the Grizzlies playing well. Tyler Hero of the Heat, the way he shoots. 13-7 a game. Ja Morant, 20 points. The guy's been lighting it up. Kendrick Nunn, the Heat. That guy's been uh, 18 per... Eric Pashall, the uh, Warriors, 17 per. A lot of uh, rookies playing well. Notice how they didn't mention R.J. Barrett in there. Troy in Vancouver, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Bro, How you doing, man? Hey, dude.
2: <clears throat> hey, quick, uh, I just wanted to
1: ask you a few quick questions real quick. Yeah. First,
2: I know uh Steelers faithful, we got the Rams this weekend. Um I wanted to get your take on that. Also, I wanted to touch on the Steph Curry thing, man. I don't I don't know what the deal is, but I I definitely think he's sitting out the year and I don't think
1: I don't think it's all going to have to do with his health. I think when it comes down to it, he doesn't like how the team looks this year and I don't think that dude's gonna play, man. I think that is such like, I think that is such BS. That is so ridiculous. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Now listen, do you know how much money this guy gets paid to play basketball? Do you? You have got to be kidding me. You are paid rollover tens of millions of dollars to play basketball, right? And he gets injured. Fair enough. He breaks his hand. Fair enough. There's no denying he needs 12 weeks at least. So. After that, and he heals, and he goes through physical therapy for 12 weeks, whatever it is, and it's and he's out three months. You're telling me that a guy that earns $30 million or whatever it is a year shouldn't – he shouldn't have to play the rest of the year because he doesn't like the makeup of the team? I'm going to puke, okay? So I'm not putting up with that. If I own that team, I lake up all those guys. If I own that team, or even Silver, the commissioner – you cannot tell me that a guy that injures his wrist or breaks his hand and, and is out three months of six months of basketball, and he's just going to take three months and the rest of the season off because he doesn't like the way the team looks. That has got to be gross misconduct of the highest order. If you're paid thirty million dollars to play basketball, whatever it is, you play. You play basketball you, when you're when you're you know the injury heals and you're through PT. You go play ball. That's it. I have never heard in my life of a guy that gets injured and that heals and goes through PT and then what <laughs> stops playing, <laughs> never plays again because he doesn't like the team or the way the season's going or their record. That is indefensible. You
2: can't even argue it. He should not. That shouldn't even be allowed. And just to be, just to clear it all up here, you gotta be to, kidding me. That is not at all what has been. Rumble, that is that gentleman's opinion, okay? Right. I haven't heard anybody say that he's not going to play because he doesn't like how the team Right, runs. that's all BS. That is that gentleman's opinion right that's there. That's BS. He thinks that he would do that. And guess what? That is not going to Okay, happen, so the reports okay? are that he's not
1: going to play the whole season. Rick Bucher's report he's not going to play. Right. That is, I just do not believe that for one minute.
2: It would not be his own decision if, if the team got together, Kerr, the, the and everybody was. What purpose does that serve? I don't think it serves any purpose. If he out I'm saying four months, if that happened, play it would not be months. his th- alone decision. He's not going to sit in the corner and go, "Oh guys, guess what? You suck this year. I'm not playing." That's not at all right. how it's going to go Fair down, enough.
1: okay? And then he wanted to know about the Rams Steelers. I think the Rams are better than the Steelers. I hope the Steelers win, but I'm not feeling it. I think the Rams are playing kind of playoff football these days. And I don't deny the Steelers have played okay. Uh, they've certainly fought their way back to 500. I'll give you that. So it should be a good game. I think the Steelers-Rams game might be the game of the week. It might, it might very well. I mean, I think the Niners-Seattle game is better on paper, and certainly Monday night's the best game. But I think Sunday that might be the game. We'll see. I think the Bills-Browns and the Steelers-Rams are the two games that I want to see, and the Falcons-Saints, to be honest with you. So don't forget to go to com. I've been on fire. So go get my snags. And check out the podcast of the show. It's badass. Check out ILC Podcast. It's badass. Carver, I have a great weekend. Mafia, you too. I'm Pharrell. I'll see you freaks Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Enjoy Alabama, LSU, and all the pain day games, NBA, NHL, college rack. Get all my snags on my site. Have a kick-ass weekend, everybody. Good night. (sighs)